Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to function in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its timeless principles. We've been speaking about the kingdom principles on planning. And in our last episode, we spoke about the interplay between uh, our plans and God's plans. So in today's episode, we're going to uh, speak about another dimension of planning. And this is about the, 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 the topic today is, what are you living for? What are you living for? It's a reflection question huh? as we go through the episode and as you think about your plans. <clears throat> when you think about the issue of vision, huh? uh, which is uh, in essence what it is that you forecast your life should, would be, because plans are basically are made in the, in the context of where you want to go. So your vision uh, is basically an expression of uh, how you, pl- you want your, your life to unfold in terms of planning. So when you plan, you plan towards your vision. But what is vision? According to the Cambridge Dictionary, the word vision means the ability to imagine how something could develop in the future or the ideas that come from imagining in this way. That is the ability to imagine how something could develop in the future or the ideas that come from imagining this way. So it's a forecast into the future. It's a it's it's you're imagining, you're forecasting and seeing what could be. That's what vision really is. And uh, in the scriptures, uh, the word that is used for vision in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew, is called shazon, shazon, c h a z o n, and uh, it means revelation. So it basically gives gives us the concept that. Uh, uh, from the context of the kingdom of heaven, uh, a vision is something that is uh, revealed by God. Yes, you. In, of course, it's revealed in seed form, and then you develop it uh, by uh, writing it out in a comprehensive sense. Uh. So, when you speak about uh, when you're speaking about vision, uh, we are speaking about uh, a, a, re- a revelation of a. Uh, how the future will is likely to unfold a revelation of uh, the ideas that the spirit of god is giving you about how things are likely to turn out for you uh, or how things are, are intended to turn out for you because god knows the end from the beginning and uh, the point is that uh, the vision is a uh, is revelation and actually when you read uh, the scriptures you'll find like uh habakkuk chapter uh, 2 verse uh, two to three uh it's uh some versions use the term vision as we have read in uh, as we have uh, discussed before but some other versions use the word revelation just to to reaffirm what i've just said <clears throat> for example uh in the the niv bible the, this is what it says it says then the lord replied the habakkuk was seeking an answer then he said then the lord replied write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that the so that a herald may run with it for the revelation awaits an appointed time <clears throat> it speaks of the end and it will prove false it will not prove false though it linger wait for it it will certainly come and will not delay <clears throat> so you see god gives you a forecast of how things will be by revelation and then 
so that's that's really what people are calling vision in other versions are calling vision so it gives you a picture of your future by a revel prophetic revelation huh? a seed that is planted in your heart or or uh, spoken to you by others but are confirmed by by the spirit huh? uh, to you as it's just revealed to them also so <clears throat> that's what a that's what a, a vision uh, is yeah so it's about a forecast so of course when you are uh, when you uh, according to Habakkuk there when you get the vision you need to document it so as you develop your ideas and you seek uh, God's help and God having given you your mind and you develop how that vision is going to unfold what the vision comes out to be as you document it uh, then it it's, it's what we uh, we can also say in a certain way that it's your life plan because if it's about your life it's like your life plan what it is that you're going to to become the path that you're going to follow and end up for. So this vision speaks about the end. And so the process, the, 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 the roadmap to that place is the life plan. So a vision has to be broken down into goals. <clears throat> a vision has to be broken down into goals. What is a goal? According to the Cambridge Dictionary, <clears throat> a goal is a purpose or something that you want to achieve. It's a purpose or something that you want to achieve. So that means like if you see a vision, a forecast of uh, uh, what God is showing you that, uh, that, 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 that by, by impression or by uh, whichever way uh, the, the, by prophetic revelation is giving, granting you about where you are going, then what you need to do is now uh, within that context of that vision, uh, you need to break down goals goals that are going to lead you to that end and which what are goals they are purpose or something that you want to achieve it are things that you are going to do uh, and 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 as you achieve them the sum total of the achieving of these things is what is vision so in essence the sum total of the goals that you are going to be pursuing should lead to the end because the vision is in seed form to you and so you have to take steps towards that working them and one one way you start is by goals you set goals yeah and then you set ah uh, uh, the next thing after setting goals is that you have to develop plans that are based on these goals so you have uh, the vision and then you have goals which are targets within the vision all the targets if you meet them you you accomplish the vision and then uh you, you, you attain the vision as you accomplish these goals and then then the, the path that leads to accomplishment of that goals is the plan. So your plans are based on your goals and your goals are based on your vision. Okay? That's a connection. So we are asking, therefore, what are you living for? Yeah. The question, therefore, is this. Huh? Because like, uh, if your plans are... Remember our series is on planning. If your plans are based on your goals, huh, then it is important to know what kind of goals do you have for your life there are people whose goals whose vision for their life is not based on what god it is what god wants for them their goals are not is not based on what <coughs> god would have them uh, pursue according to the scriptures or according to the spirit's direction uh, so the first thing that i need to ask you the first thing is this that uh, uh, is this who are your goals uh, or rather uh, are your goals uh, just about you are your goals just about you are your goals just about you are your goals self-centered <clears throat> are they self-centered huh? 
and some common goals are these things like career financial uh, uh, freedom uh, these issues of uh, relationships and every other uh, kind of goal that you'd have even if they are ministerial goals are your goals as centered on you are they just about how you are going to become great by yourself that you're going to to reach the highest level of your career so that people will maybe become a professor you become a, an academic you become uh, the best professional in your area but you are just thinking about how you're going to reach there and people will clap for you people will praise you people will like will will uh, be awed at what you have accomplished huh? uh, or the finances so that you want to get a lot of money so that you can live a comfortable life and so that uh, you get the maximum enjoyment of everything that you do probably like traveling the world going to the best hotels and uh, the best experiences that you're creating the best experience you can have that are available through money uh, is that the kind of life you want to live are the, are the goals that you have about relationship just thinking about you uh, that, the, that how you, you can get a partner who can fulfill you not you not, you're not thinking about even what you're going to give or uh, uh, if you're already married, that's the same thing that you already self-sent. You're just thinking about how you can get your partner to do things the way you want them to do. You're thinking about yourself. So is, are your goals self-centered? Are your goals self-centered? Because the alternative to that uh, is that your, goal, your goals can be either uh, people-driven in a negative sense or God-centered. God-centered, huh? When, it's God, when your goals are God-centered, they can involve, they will always involve adding value to people from a perspective of servanthood. But uh, when the people, are, when goals are adversely people-driven, it's about pleasing people. It's about uh, making, maybe let's say you want to do well in your career so that you can please your parents or get a lot of money so that you can become like your friends. It's like you're being influenced to become like your friends or choose relationships because of what people are pushing you towards. You want to get married because uh, uh, people want you to get married to a particular kind of person or uh, also that you can be approved by your family members or by your friends. It's it's about you're, you're not being driven by 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 God, God's agenda, see, in, in terms of thinking about the purpose of marriage. Eh? You see, so, so, so your goals can, negative goals can be self-centered or they can be adversely people-driven. Positive goals are, are for serving people and the highest of it is goals that are God-centered, that you serve people within the context of fulfilling God's purpose for your life. That are, because Jesus himself said that he came to serve and uh, not to be served. So servanthood is a, is a dimension of a, of a, a kingdom life. And, and, and it's about being God-centered. God, a God-centered lifestyle and God-centered goals are about uh, about uh, thinking about the will of God, advancing the kingdom of heaven and his will, God's will. Yeah. So I, so the question, remember the first question was, uh, are your goals just about you? Are, your goals, are you living uh, uh, for yourself alone? Are you living for yourself alone? And so that if you die, the only person who will lose is you. <clears throat> every other person or most of the people <clears throat> will not have much to lose because you lived for yourself you never lived for anybody else or you are living to please people which at the end of the day still has to do with uh, what you are, you are about uh, seeking to be approved is connected to self-centeredness yeah? see yeah so 
that's the question what what are who are uh, that are, that what are what are your goals about are they just about you who are your goals about about is it about you or about god or about people so the question therefore is that are your goals worthwhile if you rephrase it in another way are your goals worthwhile <clears throat> the second dimension of uh, the issue of goals huh? apart from uh, examining whether they are worthwhile in terms of whether you are living for yourself or God or people is just uh, examining the type of goals that what type of goals do you have for your life what kind of goals do you have for your life huh? and what is the effect the effect this is about what is the effect of uh, you achieving those goals what will be the effect in the end and there are different types of goals I'll speak about long-term goals uh, which are about three dimensions of long-term goals and then medium-term goals and uh, short-term goals. So when you're thinking about planning uh, uh, and you're thinking about the kind of goals that you have, it is, uh, and remember this is a reflective episode, so you may even be having goals, but you have to weigh the goals in the light of uh, the principles of the kingdom. So, the, so in terms of long-term goals, the first level of long-term goals are maybe things like lifetime achievements. <clears throat> lifetime achievements. Huh? For example, for many people, <clears throat> is uh, getting married and having a family. So they raise children. So they, their goal is to have a, a, a marriage that will, be, that, will, that will be fulfilling to them and their partner and uh, children who will uh, become fruitful and successful and will become the people that they leave behind. So they want to have a, a family. That could be a lifetime achievement that they want to have. Others, it could be educational goals that you have, uh, that you want to have a, a career, uh, professional goals that you want to reach a certain level in your career, the peak of it in your profession. Maybe like it's if you're a lawyer like me, you want probably to rise and reach to a place maybe where you'll end up in the judiciary. That's what you want and retire in that place. So that could be a lifetime goal for you. Uh, or it could be something else. Maybe you want to end up becoming a politician and retire in that context or a business person and, and end up there building a business that uh, that uh, has a great impact on the world and so that when you look back, you see what you have done and what you have accomplished. So that could be a long-term. And this I'm talking about, when I'm talking about long-term goals, <coughs> this is it's not from any form of a definition that I've drawn elsewhere, but I, I, I regard long-term goals like things like 20 years, for example, 20, 30 years, assuming now maybe you are 20, 20 something years of you are 30 something or 40. So think about the next 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah, if you are young, maybe 20 years old, think about the next 50 years. Yeah, how like well, that's what I'm talking about lifetime goals. What the, the, so a goal that falls within from 20 years onwards. Yeah. Uh, the second level of long-term goals is legacy, legacy, and legacy is about what you leave behind, what you leave behind. Huh? And uh, for example, something, an example would be, and this is about what you leave behind when you are die, when you are, when you will be dead, and the world will still be in existence. So, what will you leave behind? <clears throat> so, lifetime goals. You can achieve them and it ends with you and people just uh, praise you when you're gone. But legacy uh, is about also the effect, 
that you'll have on the world. Remember I said that lo- that the types of goals is about the effect. What will be the effect of the long-term, medium-term goal and the short-term goal? So what will be the effect? So so in legacy, it's what will be the effect when you are gone? For example, a hundred years from today, if Christ tarries, a hundred years from today, what will be said from you? There are people who lived a hundred years ago with, with none of us has ever uh, uh, heard about them. There are also people who lived uh, even 500 years ago, a thousand years ago, 2,000 years ago like Jesus, and we still hear of them. There are people who lived thousands of years ago, and we read them from the Bible and from history. See, and they had great impact in the world and in the generations. See, they are founding fathers of nations who did uh, lived many years ago. And you can see from the history books and from the things that they wrote, they had great impact, tremendous impact. So, so it's about legacy. Uh, this second level, the, the, remember the first level is about lifetime achievement. The second is about legacy. <clears throat> and examples of legacy can be generational wealth. Generational wealth. Uh, for instance, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, the scriptures speak about uh, the scriptures uh, uh, say this in Proverbs chapter uh, 13, verse 22. 13, verse 22, it says, A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. So you see, the, the, the lifespan of your children, let's say if you live for 70 years and then you have children within, uh, maybe from the time maybe you are 30 years old, so after 40 years, uh, which will be 110 years in total now from the time you are born, it would be, you, you, are, you will still be, uh, your children will maybe, if they live for 70 years and die, then they will, the wealth will still be there. And, they, and then if they live, if they got their children uh, probably at uh, 30 years also, also, then maybe there will be another 30 years added to 110, so 140 years. So you can find that, uh, because uh, you, you can find that within that context of, if all of you had your children at 30 years uh, old, when you are 30 years old, your first child, 30 years old, you'd find that after 140 years, uh, those three, the, 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 the generation after your children, uh, that is your children's children, will still have the wealth. So you can imagine, that's, that's an, an, an illustration from scriptures about what could be, could be a, a legacy. So you have a legacy of generational wealth. Unfortunately for many of us, the legacy that uh, exists, especially particularly in the third world countries, uh, is uh, a legacy of generational poverty, see, or generational trauma, or generational uh, 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 wicked, uh, wickedness, uh, perversion. You see, so 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 our legacy ought to be one of uh, over that, that that is uh, impactful. So I'm saying the, the, uh, that is impactful, like generational wealth. So the 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 way the, way the scripture said in Proverbs 13:22 that uh, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So it means that the children's children and the grandchildren are not going to struggle because of somebody who set goals and pursued them and made life easier for the generation. And if the children's children are, as the grandchildren, they are faithful stewards. Uh, then they will be able to do the same. Maybe they like they if they your children learn from you, they continue with the same sense, and they not only live wealth for their children, but they live for the other generation. So if it will continues as a cycle, and if we actually look in history, we we'll find that people 
families that are generational wealth have continued to do the same they have continued to be stewards uh, good stewards of resources that have continued in the next uh, dispensation <clears throat> yeah so the other uh, example of legacy could be the either an institution that you built an institution that you built yeah uh, or a culture that you established an institution it could be an, a culture that you establish or a, a, a community that you you build a community of people who have a certain common values huh? and common goals that you you develop maybe you are the one who initiated the initial group and then it grew and became uh, uh, could be a local community uh, and a city community a national community a global community and continues huh? <coughs> yeah or it could be the culture that you 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 established huh? in a certain context that continues huh? like many cultures that we follow have been have been inherited so so that's legacy and for us we are thinking about kingdom culture we are thinking about kingdom institutions huh? <clears throat> like churches huh? for example and uh, any other initiative in any any of the whether it's in business world or in government uh, or in, uh, in arts and entertainment <clears throat> education sector uh, or media that is uh, advances the purposes of God. Any of those, uh, uh, any sphere of influence, huh? yeah. Or it could be legacy in terms of mentees. Like Jesus did not build any building; he did not leave money. What he did is that, uh, and I think for me this is the highest form of legacy that you can have. Huh? That he left a legacy of uh, transformed uh, individuals huh? who are God-centered, uh, who went on to to become uh, kingdom ambassadors. Uh, across the territory that he had assigned to them and then uh, other people like Paul took over and the other people that raised and took the gospel to the Gentiles and to the nation so the impact is still there up to today and that's even for me what I invest in mentees uh, like in Kingdom Diplomats Repository raising mentees and also in Global Mentorship Network which I've served in also that, has, that was my main focus also uh, other people can leave legacy of books books that they wrote that we can read. There are books that I've, re- I've read of people who are dead, ministers who are dead, ministers who are impactful, or biographies written by about them. So it's impactful. So, so those are the, the and in the modern world you may leave uh, messages that you you taught. You know whether it's in for in audio or audiovisual, especially the way we have the internet. Like if I a person at some point and we still have podcasts. Uh, you find people who will be left here and if Christ tarries, they can continue to listen to this kind of messages. Eh? And who knows uh, whether that will, that is what is going to happen if Christ, if Christ, whether Christ will tarry. And so if he could be in that case, may God uh, uh, remind you of that. Uh, this as an example, you see. Uh, so, and then eternal goals. Eternal goals. This is the highest in terms of the long term. There is that. There is a, remember, in the long term we have a lifetime achievements 20 years and above that is legacy that is things that you leave for example 100 years from today the effects of your life huh? after that you know and then there uh, so that you continue living even when you are dead like the Miles Monroe Dr. Miles Monroe the late Dr. Miles Monroe used to say that dead men are ruled the world is ruled by the ideas of dead men you know in terms of they did had impact and they shared the ideas in and they have documented in books and all that you know and even mentees that the people they raised so Miles Monroe raised several mentees uh, across the globe quite a number of mentees across the globe uh, and he also uh, uh, he also wrote many books and he has messages that he preached and even up to today 
even where I'm seated, I have a Maltzmundro book that I can see on my desk, you know, and there are messages that I've listened to him, many messages that I've listened to him about the kingdom and about uh, purpose and about uh, all manner of uh, concepts that are, that are biblical, yeah? So, 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 those are kind of things, but, 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 so I'm saying legacy. So there's lifetime achievements and legacy, then eternal goals. So in terms of long-term goals, eternal goals are the highest, highest level of, uh, of, uh, goal setting, uh, you know, so you can be living, you remember the, the topic for today is, uh, what are you living for? So you can be living for a lifetime achievements. And so after you're gone, it will end with you. Uh, most likely <clears throat> or you can be living for legacy so you leave a great legacy here uh, but the highest uh, form of long-term goal is eternity because this world is going to end so you need to leave a good legacy that is a kingdom legacy however you have to ensure that the, the way you live uh, what you leave behind uh, will have a, a, a impact in eternity because it's no use for you to have died and then uh, you left some legacy here and people praise you, but there's no reward in heaven. That men praise you for it, but God will not have anything to, to give you for what you did. And maybe you may not even be in Christ if you're not born again. And so you will be perishing in hell while you could have uh, thought about eternal goals. So let me read Second Corinthians chapter 2. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5 huh? from verse 6 to 10 this is what the scriptures say they say therefore we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body we are away from the Lord we live by faith not by sight we are confident I, I say <clears throat> and will prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord so we make it our goal to please him. Whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive what is due to him for the things done while in the body, whether they are good or bad. So this is Apostle Paul speaking about uh, living here with the perspective of eternity. And then he says in concludes by verse 10 when saying, uh, let me say from verse 9 he says so we make it our goal to please him whether we are at home in the body or away from it you see so the focus is God it's a God-centered worldview and a God-centered focus in terms of goals and he says in verse 10 for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive what is due to him for the things done while in the body whether good or bad so after we die we will all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so your goals have to be in such a way that they will they will reflect they will, they will lead to a reward god will be pleased with you god will be able to say to you well done faithful servant yeah so that's so so there's a time no matter right now you can be thinking in a short term and thinking about what you need to eat what you need to wear you need to have a good job you need to have money you need to reach somewhere, you need to get to that, but you're, you're thinking about yourself, yeah? Or you may be thinking about what people will think about you, but you're not thinking about what God thinks about you because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter only here on earth, huh? because God has a plan on you, because the, from the time you die, after after you die, the next thing is a judgment. 
there's nothing like uh, what religious some religious groups have taught uh, even religious christianity yeah? some churches have taught that that you're going to go to a special place whereby you could be changed and then therefore you'll be cleansed and then you go uh, to eternity there's nothing like that in the bible yeah in the scriptures huh? once you die you either go you're either marked for hell uh you're, you're going to be waiting for the resurrection the resurrection at the end of the time to go to hell uh, to the to the lake of fire let me call it the lake of fire or uh you go to heaven because it's if you when you're born again is when your book is written your name is written in the book of life so so if you die without getting born again your name cannot be written there it cannot be introduced there is no way you can go no prayer as some ministers pray for dead people no prayer can change the course of your soul or course of your eternity it will not happen eh? it's not biblical prayer is only answered according to the will of god the, the and the will of god is reflected mostly in scripture in a clarity clarity there is no room for your cause to be changed so you have to accept jesus christ as your personal savior when you're still alive and uh, align yourself uh, with god with with uh, uh, his purposes on earth uh, stay in him and fulfill what it is that he wants to do to do so you have to have goals that are leading towards you being rewarded in heaven long term goals like you invest your life in serving the kingdom of heaven because you're going to reap a hundredfold on earth and you're going to live eternal to, to reap in it, it, eternal life and eternal benefits as we have seen in the scriptures Jesus said eternal benefits huh? so you should be living for eternal benefits huh? and you're going to appear alone you're not going to be there with your husband or your children or your siblings or your parents you're going to be there alone so if you appear if you if you arise and you're not born again you will go to the lake of fire if you arise and you're born again you yes you go into the kingdom you'll be in the eternal dimension of the kingdom of heaven but then what will happen is that will your works will be examined and uh, the motive of self your work will be tested so what remains eh, uh, especially in terms of what it is that you did if you had did the will of god and you fulfill what god wanted and you are faithful in that you will be rewarded for it if not you will lose your reward and uh, you will just be as one escaping through the flames so live with a, a perspective of eternity long term the second level of goals so that remember that was the first level of goals which is uh, the the <coughs> that's that's the 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 first level of goals which is the highest is about long term goals uh, and there are three dimensions lifetime achievements uh that's lifetime goals and then there's a uh, legacy goals to do with legacy what you live after you're gone setting goals about what you have live after you've gone and then uh thirdly was the eternal goals eternal goals, goals that have a bearing on eternity the effect having you will find the reward in eternity yeah the second uh, level of goals is a uh, which is a second lower level of goals is a uh, uh, medium term goals and this i would say are things like 5 to 15 years 15 years goal medium time goals so maybe you have a strategic plan for your life within your life plan for what are we going to accomplish in the next 5 years uh, or for your organization what are you going to accomplish in the next 5 years on the next 10 years or the next 15 years huh? some people can say 15 years is a long term goal within this context i'm regarding it as a short term goal so what's your strategic plan for the next 5 years for the next 10 years for the next 15 years huh? <clears throat> what do you want to accomplish so that's a medium term goal yeah and you, and i think the medium term goals huh, should be informed huh, by the long term goals that you have so that you, you so that you don't think about long term goals after 15 years or after 15, like you should you should draw 
your uh, five to fifteen year goals uh, to to be uh, to to contribute towards the fulfillment of uh, your lifetime achievements, fulfillment of uh, of uh, 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 legacy, thus building a legacy that is godly, and then eternity, having impact on eternity. The third level of goals, which is the lower, which is the lowest level, is a uh, short-term goals, uh, short-term goals, and these are zero to five years. Uh. So these are, should be derived from the the medium-term and long-term goals. So what what so that your short-term goals should always lead it. For example, like what do you want to do to the next year? We're in December 2022 now, so you should be thinking about uh, if you have not already thought about it, you should be thinking about what it is that you're going to accomplish in the year 2023 or in the next maybe three years what do you what do you want to accomplish or five years i would consider those short-term goals so so that's uh and including even others uh what do you want to accomplish in the next quarter the next three months or the next uh, six months those are short-term uh, goals and short-term goals should lead to medium-term goals feed into medium-term goals and feed into long-term goals so your long-term goals should inform what it is that you'll put in your medium-term goals and your medium-term goals should inform what goes into your short-term goals. So should, you should always have the thoughts about every day, asking yourself what it is that, what, the way I'm living, what it is, is it contributing towards in terms of eternity? Secondly, uh, uh, what is it, what impact will it have on my legacy? Yeah, uh, and, and, uh, and, and, uh, in my lifetime, at the end of my life, how, how, what am I I'm doing today? What I'm doing in this month or in this year? How is it going to be uh, uh, to have an effect in terms of my lifetime achievements? How am I going to feel about my life when I look back? Will I regret? Yeah. Yeah. So your plan should lead you to achievement of your goals and eventually the visions. Eh? The vision, eh? like we said earlier, that your vision is a forecast of the end as revealed by God uh, and then your goals are targets that lead you to your vision and your plans uh, the plans uh, uh, that uh, co- consist uh, fulfillment of your goals uh, uh, are, the, are, the, are the roadmap to your, to your goals so the roadmap to your, the, your plans lead you to your goals and your goals lead you to the vision the quality of your plan is determined by the quality of your goals so if you have uh, self-centered goals, then your plans are going to be weak. They're going to be they're going to be plans that they seem like nice. For example, like if you have a goal of uh, traveling to 100 countries, for what purpose? You should ask yourself for what purpose. What will be the effect when you look back? If it's only lifetime achievement, uh, it will end with you, and it was a self-centered thing, and it will not have uh, much, you know. Of course, there's some extent where it can happen because, I mean, I've traveled the world, so I can know the benefit of that, like cross-cultural experiences, expanding your worldview and all that. That's a good a good goal to have. And, and also if you have an assignment that is global or that is regional continental. So, so that's a good goal to have because, for example, like if it's a minister in the gospel across the nations, you would, it's, 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 it's a fulfilling the Great Commission. See? If it is building a... a a company that will go through a multinational that will provide jobs for people across the nation that's a worthwhile goal huh? you see but you should also think about it in terms of eternity so the quality of your uh, your plan so so build your plans in such a way 
that they will learn. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that that I have I have high quality goals, so that you can have a quality plans, and the quality of your goals is determined by the long term effect, whether it's legacy or eternity. What will be the long term effect? We have I think I've repeated that several times in the episode. So as we going towards the 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 end, I would like you to to think about this. How worthwhile are your goals? How worthwhile are your goals? How worthwhile are your goals? Are they just about you? Or are they just about people pleasing? You want to please your parents. You want to please people who have been uh, your friends. See? Is that the kind of uh, life that you are living? That you are living for your friends. You are living for, for your parents. You are not living for God. So how worthwhile are your goals? And then uh, the other dimension in terms of whether they are worthwhile is in terms of like, are your goals uh, the kind that will leave a lasting legacy and eternity have an eternal effect? Because if they are not going to have a legacy and effect, if they are not going to to have that kind of uh, impact, like when you are gone, the world will be transformed, continue to be transformed. And when you go to eternity, you'll find a reward in heaven. Then they are not really worthwhile. Especially if you're investing a lot of time. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't travel around the world or you shouldn't enjoy your life in uh, the experiences that are here that God has given us opportunity to have that time. But it means the proportion. Some people are just spending their time filling your life with things. So the question is, in reflection question is how worthwhile are your goals the second reflection question is are you a visionary planner or do you live for short-term thrills are you a visionary planner or you do you live for short-term thrills remember there are three levels of goals long-term medium-term short-term so are you only living for short-term goals or are you living for medium-term goals or long-term goals and even in long-term goals you have to ask yourself are you just living for a lifetime achievement for what you want to gain for yourself or do you want to live a legacy or do you want to live uh, uh, for eternity so that's the, the kind of reflection you have to have yeah uh, the, the, that how worthwhile are your goals and secondly are you a visionary planner or do you live for short-term thrills and as we go towards a new year, who knows, maybe you may be listening to this after, already in 2023, yeah? but if you're in 2022, if you are towards a new year, moving towards a new year, you should be thinking about like, what I want to do, what are, the way you have been living your life, have you been living uh, in such a way that you are going to have the uh, lifetime achievements that you're not going to regret? And a legacy that is going to continue speaking after you're gone and the highest eternity is that the way I live in here so as we conclude this episode I ask you to reflect deeply on what you have discussed and uh, as you think about your planning so that you your goals will be worthwhile the goals that you set so it's not just about making resolutions what think about your goals over and over and the plans that come from your goals and uh, 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 that are going to lead to those goals and eventually those goals 
Are they connected to the vision that God wants you to have? You see, ask yourself those things. Reflect and reflect. Listen to this episode again so that you get clarity because I've uh, broken down several things in different uh, dimensions uh, so that you just have a balanced sense of thinking about it, uh, especially if you're writing. Uh, because if you are listening uh, without writing, you may not really get, you may not, you may have been confused a bit, but uh, uh, think ag- about it again and just uh, uh, forecast your life and live a life that is worthwhile. Live a life worth. What are you living for? I hope that your answer will be like you are living for a godly legacy and you are living for eternity eternity that you're not going to regret when you appear before the judgment seat of christ may god bless you in jesus name